Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the Cunning Life podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to start building a life of meaning and mindful wealth from the ground. My name is Flavia Vigeroel and I'm your host. In today's episode, I'll be speaking about personal finances and the importance of being financially literate as well as start putting in practice some of these skills. So stay tuned with us. Before I start speaking about the world of personal finances and being financially literate, I would like to ask you to reflect about what you think it is and how do you think we will be exploring it on this podcast. I'll give you a few seconds. So, if you thought that personal finance literacy is about cutting expenses and saving for the future, I would risk saying that this is partially right and partially wrong. Why? Simply because this is not sustainable. There are numerous studies in neuroeconomics and behavioral economy that shows why it is so difficult for us to maintain what we consider good habits. I would risk saying no one likes to have debts or become older and realize that they have not saved enough throughout life. So what traps do we find in our way to behave like this? There are a few elements which I'll be exploring over future episodes, but a first central element is linked to our lack of understanding of what financial literacy means and what is the impact in our life and personal finances. So, to have us all on the same page, I will start with some quick definitions. Financial literacy is a set of knowledge and skills that helps people to organize their money to allow them to pay for their needs today and in the future. Making a parallel with other areas of your life, and as an example, I'm going to use computer literacy, when you have a set of knowledge and ability to use computers and related technology efficiently, with skills ranging from very basic with use of social media and web searches to advanced computer programming. Financial literacy also have all these skill levels, which ranges from very basic everyday transactions in cash to advancing finances in stock markets and funds, etc., etc. But how do I know what I need to learn to have at least a basic understanding in finance? Do I need to study a degree on it? Maths. I hate maths, you might be thinking. From college, everything I've learned related to finances seemed a bit vague and not related to my life exactly. I didn't know how to apply it to my life. And what are the skills and subjects of being financially literate? So then at least I could have a starting point to start changing my life. Well, the official definitions list nine subjects but I'll be covering here the most six used in our lives. The first one is related to income generation. The second one is related to income disposal. The third one is related to documentation of your finances. The fourth element is planning your finances and everything related to saving, spending and budgeting. The fifth subject is related to risk and how you can attenuate your risk by learning about possible scenarios and also learning about yourself. And this is also linked to our last subject coverage, personal choices and the implications on your finances. For all of them, there are three levels of knowledge. The first level of knowledge, which is what I'm aiming to explore the most in this podcast, is the financial knowledge and understanding, 
which consists in the skills that you need to deal with your everyday financial transactions and the right choices for your plans. I think most of the people are quite used to the everyday financial transactions, like buying, paying bills, etc. But very few know how to make the right choices or even how to plan to achieve their objectives. The second one is financial skills and competence, which is a further set of skills that will help you to plan and organize your income from predictable and unexpected events in life. And um, I could give you a very recent example about that, how people were prepared to deal with the unforeseen COVID and the restrictions in work and changes in patterns, etc. And the third one is financial responsibility, which is your ability to understand how your own relationship with money impacts on your personal circumstances, on your family, on the community, and what are your rights and responsibilities. So why is personal finance literacy important? Because it will help us identify the mis-selling techniques applied by salespeople under pressure and understand the complexity of financial products and to what extent they are good for us or not. And to avoid future regrets for not putting aside enough money or for spending too much. On a survey led by How to Retire in Style magazine and conducted by core data between February and June 2019 with 10,000 retired or still in work people with pension plans indicated that 17% regrets not starting a pension sooner and 15% regret wasting money on small things. Even though any of us would not like to be in a position like this, many don't even know how to define a strategy to avoid it. So let's start with some practical steps. I will start simple with a reflection exercise to help you developing your first level of skills on income generation and disposal. Now I'd like you to grab some paper and pen and on the paper draw five columns. On the first column, referring to income generation, list all your current and possible sources of income. First, list the current ones, followed by possible ones. You can include wages, rents, freelancing, potential eBay selling, benefits, anything that brings or could bring you money. On the second column, still referring to income generation, list all the savings, investments or payments for pension plan. On the third column, referring to income disposal, I would like you to start drafting what are your current expenses, fixed and variable ones. You don't need to go into much detail at this point. On the fourth column, you can list any debts you have. That includes mortgages, loans, credit card statements open, etc. And on the fifth and last column, list your biggest concerns and fears related to money. Now that you've finished this list, you have what we call a personal finance map. This is like a photo shoot of your current situation. And with this information in hand, I would like you to think about what you would do differently and what areas you would like to change to avoid regrets in future. Also, think about your concerns, if they are rational or emotional, and how they could be sorted by doing little adjustments on your everyday behavior. This is just the first step, and I know because I have done as well, that this is not an easy step. But taking some time to see the overall picture will help you starting to draft plans for the future.
With this information in hands, we will be building up your financial skills to give you the personal finance life that you want to have. On the next episode, I will be speaking about how you could start organizing your finances and how we could start working on little adjustments that will bring a greater impact. Our aim is to simplify the steps on this journey for you. So if you didn't understand something today, please get in contact with us and ask your questions. We left the details in the description. You can download on our website a free template to help you complete in today's exercise as well as other materials to help in your journey. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Remember, subscribe to this podcast for a weekly minute of well creation and share with friends to help them as well. Thank you for listening to us today and hope to have you soon. Bye!